Welcome to the reading of the story of immortality from the Brahma Kumaris World Spiritual University in London. The story of immortality is the fascinating tale of a seeker whose spiritual journey is woven from the factual truth of who we are, where we're coming from, where we're headed, and what we need to do. Many new points about our spiritual journey will be revealed, so listen with an open mind until the end of the story and see or imagine yourself on this journey. It is recommended that you listen in silence and stillness so that your mind is clear and quiet. Today's reading is a continuation of Chapter 2 of the story and includes the teachings. Today, you will be able to answer the following five questions. Number 1. How many points have you heard so far of your true identity? For example, I am a subtle star. Number 2. What is your inheritance from the Father? Number three, what is soul consciousness? And what is body consciousness? Number four, when is a child's birth recorded? Number five, what is the longest possible lifespan in any one birth? Eternal and original identity. You, the soul, are eternal, and your role is eternal. You are real and conscious. The soul is as subtle as a star. You, the living star, are very wonderful. You are not created. You always exist as a tiny point of living light. In your eternal form, your light is fully ignited to its fullest capacity, and you live in the supreme region of light, where all souls reside. The supreme region is called the Brahm element. Brahm is the element of light. Souls are distinct from the light of the Brahm element. Just as the sun, the moon, and the stars are up above in the sky, in the same way, souls in the element of light exist there naturally, without any other support. That is the pure world of natural silence, your sweet home. There, your natural state of being is of peace, purity, and bliss. You understand that all souls are the children of the One Father and that they reside with the Father in that home. You, the soul, are incorporeal. Your original form is incorporeal. The incorporeal soul leaves its sweet home of light 
and enters a corporeal body. You are such an incognito tiny point and no one knows about you. You're so absolutely subtle that you cannot be seen with the physical eyes. You can be understood, but you cannot be seen. You're so tiny that you can only be seen with the third eye of recognition. You, the soul, are an immortal image. Each immortal soul is present on the throne of the body. You're also imperishable, and your seat is the perishable body. A soul is like an infinitely tiny point, and yet it has such a huge part within it. Because of being immortal and imperishable, you can never be destroyed, nor can your part. Each soul has its own unique part. You, the soul, cannot die. You cannot be burned or buried. Your body can. The original form of the self should naturally stay in your awareness. Just as you are naturally able to remember your body, you do not have to practice this. In the same way, Keep your original form in your awareness. In the original awareness of the soul, there is self-respect. The main attention needed is constantly to maintain your self-respect with the awareness of this original stage. To reflect on your eternal identity, and your original identity, to know yourself on those terms, and to remain in such thoughts about yourself, is said to be thinking of yourself as a spiritual being. This is called the stage of soul consciousness. The soul's inheritance at the confluence age. Each soul has a right to an inheritance from the Father. What are they? Your first inheritance is knowledge, the second is powers, and the third is divine virtues. The knowledge, powers, and virtues that are within the Father are also within you, the child. The Father makes you, the child, the master of all knowledge, powers, and divine virtues from the moment you take spiritual birth. I tell you that these are the intrinsic qualities of the self. Something that is intrinsic is a natural part of life. Inheritance of knowledge. The Father is a point of conscient light that point, the self-luminous being, the Father, is called the ocean of knowledge. You too are a tiny point in which all the knowledge you receive from the Father is recorded. 
As a soul, you are the embodiment of knowledge. Your original characteristics are those of knowledge like the Father. Knowledge opens the third eye of the soul through which you have self-realization. It is with the power of realization that you experience yourself to be an elevated being and your original identity to be a soul. Inheritance of Powers Because you are a child of the Almighty Authority Father, He wills His power to you through your practice of remembrance. You are able to invoke from within yourself whichever power you need at any particular time. That is, you are able to put the power that is merged within you, the soul, into your actions in a practical form. There are eight main powers that are used by the soul in its actions. They are to withdraw, to tolerate, to cooperate, to accommodate, to discern, to judge, to face, and to pack up. Inheritance of Divine Virtues The original nature of the soul is of divine virtues. When you emerge in your awareness the treasures of your innate divine virtues of purity, peace, happiness, love, and bliss, you will be in a constant state of contentment. Any virtue you have will definitely create an impression. Why? Because virtues cannot be hidden. The soul's entrance onto the world stage. This world is a stage and all souls are actors. This is a play about the soul and the body. You the soul Come down here on this planet Earth from your home in your original stage, complete with the spiritual inheritance you claimed from the Father through making efforts at the Confluence Age. You come as a soul, a being of light, and adopt a body and become a human being. Every soul has to come here on this field of action, become a human being, and play the part that is latent within through performing actions. The role you play on earth is contained within you and is eternally played. For example, everything is merged in a seed. And when the seed is sown in the earth, everything emerges as it grows. In the same way, when you are established in the awareness of yourself as the seed form, you are in the stage of being full of all experiences. 
your entire inheritance of knowledge, powers, and virtues are merged in the soul as a seed form. When the soul enters a body, its part emerges as it plays its role. When you first enter onto the world stage, you act out your part through the body in a natural state of soul consciousness. However, as time goes on, the consciousness of the soul gets mixed with the consciousness of the body. And after a while, the two are considered as one. Because of this mistake, you come under the influence of illusion and ignorance. The influence of illusion and ignorance is called Maya. As a result, you experience distress, sorrow, fear, and peacelessness. You become distant from the greatness of your life and from your true self-respect. Further, the soul is drawn to the five elements of nature as the temporary source of its peace and happiness. And the sense organs become the agent to take from this source. The soul becomes extroverted and focuses on the body, bodily relations, and bodily possessions for its sustenance and support. This limited awareness is called body consciousness. When actions are performed in body consciousness, the soul becomes trapped by the five vices of lust, anger, attachment, ego, and greed. The original virtues and powers are suppressed by the dominance of the vices. Lust overtakes purity and the spiritual powers. Anger overtakes peace. Attachment overtakes love. Ego overtakes self-respect. And greed overtakes happiness. The influence of the five vices is called Ravan. You, the soul, step down from the original seat of self-respect and the key of who am I gets lost. You forget your true identity of being a soul and instead you consider yourself to be a body. You continue to play your part through the body with each birth bringing you deeper into body consciousness. Now once again, I'm giving you the key to who am I. So listen with attention. The soul and body. The incorporeal soul is imperishable and the corporeal body is perishable. Your body does not say that the soul belongs to it. It is you, the soul, who says, this is my body. The body is totally distinct from the soul. 
If there were not a soul present in the body, it would not be able to function. It would not be able to breathe. How a body is created and how a soul enters it, all of these matters are so wonderful. A fetus of five elements is created and then the soul comes and enters that body. The soul enters the womb four to five months after conception. When the soul enters the womb is when the mother feels movement. However, the mother is not aware of the exact time and date. That time and date of when a soul enters the womb are not recorded. It is when the child takes birth that the time and date are noted. It is said for a soul that it is a star sparkling in the center of the forehead. The center of the forehead is the immortal throne of the soul for each human being. You the soul understand that when you enter your body, you sit in the center of the forehead, but you are distinct from your body. Because your body is of a small baby, the soul is unable to speak. However, the soul is aware. There is the presence of the soul's personality and part. When your body grows a little older, you, the soul, definitely show the sparkle of what is inside of you. As the body grows, the soul remains the same size. Souls do not grow smaller or larger. Seeing the body, you say that this one is from such and such a country, a man or a woman. You would not speak of the soul in this way. Souls do not have names, nationality, race, gender, caste, or creed. You, the soul, do not take birth in a fish or a crocodile, or in 8.4 million different species. Human souls only enter human bodies. Reason also says that the birth will be according to the species. Human souls in human bodies. Animal souls in animal bodies. You are a soul and you adopt a body to play your part. After having played your part with one body, you the soul leave that body and take another new one and continue to play your part. The features of your body in one birth cannot be the same as in other births. The features of the body change in every birth and are unique to that particular birth. In the same way, the part a soul plays in one birth cannot be the same in its next birth. The part is specific to the birth. No one knows what he was in the past and what he will be in the future. In one birth, 
Some have the role of playing a part with a body for 100 years, some for 80, and some for two years. Some play a part for six months, and some die immediately at birth. Some even die in the womb before taking birth. No one's role can be the same as another's. The longest lifespan in one birth is 150 years. Even though souls are the same size, a tiny point, no one's body can be exactly the same as another's. Even though their lifespan may be the same, their personalities are different. In every birth, the relationships of souls also change. Do listen next week for the continuation of the seeker's journey. Om Shanti, which means I am a peaceful soul. And so I acknowledge all listeners too as peaceful souls. Om Shanti.